Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, a podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we start this week's episode, we would love it if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. That would be great. Then you can go and tell a friend. And also, if it's around and you want to, I guess, follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And with that out of the way, uh, this week we are starting our rewind of Jessica Jones Season 2 with Episode 1 titled, a.k.a. Start at the Beginning, which originally dropped on Netflix on March 8th of 2018. And as usual, here's a rundown of this kooky comedy of Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones has become known as a vigilante hero around New York since she killed Kilgrave in season one finale. Alright. Trish attempts to convince uh, Jess to investigate her past in IGH. The company gave that gave her abilities, but Jess, she's not interested. Trish is dealing with declining ratings ratings for her uh, Trish Talk uh, radio show and sees her ex-boyfriend, Simpson, uh, following her around the city. Oh, that's not that funny. Anyway, Bryce Chang, another investigator, seeks to absorb Ailey's investigation, investigations into his company per the request of Jerry Hogarth. When Jessica attacks and injures Price, he plans to sue her with Jerry, who is already facing a lawsuit from her former assistant and lover. Well, here comes the comedy, because Wizard approaches Jessica and was given super speed by IGH. Uh, when he is uh, killed... In an apparent construction accident, Jess and Malcolm traces medication to an abandoned uh, building where she remembers being ta- taken and experimented experimented on. Oh. Al, is this not a comedy? <laughs> uh, no, no, Tony. I think you're thinking of um, uh, Iron Fist Season 2. No, this one oh, is not. yeah. That's comedy. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe, like, they wanted to bring the plot in the first episode and the next episode is comes back to being a comedy that i remember she does turn big and green eventually right i think so that sounds that sounds familiar yeah no i I think episode one very serious um get the storyline set up so that way you know episodes uh two through ten are uh, all comedic Mm -hmm. cool uh what about the last three episodes because this is a 13 episode season it's 13 since when since it aired on March 8th, 2018. Ooh, nice callback. All right. Yeah. All right, you ready to move on to our fast facts? Yes, I am. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Damn it. Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? All right, what you got? <laughs> uh, so we've done this before with Agents of Shield, and we haven't really done this with any other show because they don't really have that history. Uh, but I wanted to do it at least for now, uh, just like a quick reminder of what Jessica has been up to, and other characters too, but mainly Jessica. Um, so just quick reminder of her life up until this point. Uh, she grew up basically in foster care because, or you know, adopted uh by by her her best friend's mom because her family died when she found out she got her powers uh and then she was taken prisoner by Kilgrave for you know I think they said but I don't know how long let's say at least a year yeah um yeah and so that you know 
coupled with everything else that affects her uh you know just emotionally that'll mess with anyone uh and then finally at some point she fought a bunch of ninjas to save the whole city maybe even the world uh no one really knows about that one uh and then as far as she knows matt murdoch is dead Mm -hmm. uh from that so it's kind of like she lost a friend maybe i don't i don't know what she really thought of him but like they fought alongside so that's also something that'll mess with you as a person i guess anyway and here she is about to start this this comedy show yep Mm -hmm. yeah 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 she's gone through some rough stuff so i'm glad they changed the tone to being a straight-up comedy i'm surprised (laughs) well i was gonna say i didn't hear the laugh track but not too many funny things happen so i guess laugh track will come in later in the season too Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, um, so, uh, the title start at the beginning. Uh, at first, I was like, because it's the beginning of the season, but no. <laughs> um, it's mostly because Trish's mission is to find out the origin of Jess's powers, and also mm-hmm. like it's the question we hear, or the prompt that Jessica gives uh, people who are trying to um hire her prospective clients. Say so start at the beginning. Because, yeah, if we start at the middle or the end, well, the fact that this show ran for three seasons, we're literally, we're starting in the middle right here, so it's misleading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, so, I don't have anything to add to that. I'm sorry for the awkward silence. <laughs> that's fair. Um, we have uh, the, the wizard appears in this, a man from the comics. Uh, Robert Coleman in the um, show, he's uh, Robert Frank in the comics. Why they changed his name? Don't know. Uh, he originally appeared in USA Comics number one in April of 1941. Um, so what happened was his father, um, Emil Frank, uh, took him to India. He was some scientist. And the guy got, uh, Robert got bit by a monk or got bit by a cobra. And to save him, his father gave him mongoose blood, which gave him superpowers. So okay, now was this normal mongoose blood, or as, as far as I know, it's just they found a mongoose and let him dry. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, kind of surprised no one else in Marvel Comics has tried that, but uh, maybe well, maybe they have. Maybe there are like four wizards, but they just go by different names. Well, actually, it came by, they retconned it in the uh, early 2000s that he is a latent mutant, and the mongoose cobra concoction triggered his powers. Ah, okay, all right. Well, that at least makes more sense now. (laughs) I mean, slightly more sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like the the cop-out anytime. Like, uh, a mutant, yep. Yep, that's it. That's it. Definitely a mutant. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's one of the easiest ways because yes. that's why they created mutants was because uh, Stanley and Steve Ditko and the other people were just uh, tired of thinking up new origin stories. <laughs> I mean, they already mined all the gold with a guy being bit by a cobra and then getting mongoose of blood and then getting, mm-hmm. getting super speed. So... I, it's true. Yeah. I get it. I, I, I wouldn't know where to go from there either. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I we also get introduced. We get introduced to a few people, but uh, Price Chang, um, not in the comics, but I wanted to talk about Terry Chen, the guy who played him. Um, our second uh, Expanse alumni, or he's probably not even in the Expanse yet at this time. Uh, he played Prax in the Expanse, uh, who again haven't seen the show, but he I really liked his character in the book, so excited. Uh, Sonara, of course, uh, from Agents of Shield was also in um the first episode as like the inciting incident. She's the murder victim in the very first scene of uh the first episode of the Expanse. So I don't feel bad. Um, I don't feel bad spoiling <laughs> that. Oh, that's fair. What what is um this this guy this this actor what does he do because i watched half of the show uh, okay. i think the first three he, seasons he was prax he was um a scientist on it's been a while since i read the book so the i think series uh who's looking for his daughter probably season two or maybe season three because it was the second book okay got yeah. it i don't remember this but i'll take your word for it okay okay <laughs> Um, he also played Genghis Khan in an episode of Legends of Tomorrow and Detective Paul Cage in an episode of Smallville. Oh, okay. Um, I also have On the Roof, uh, when Jess and Trish are watching the movie, they're watching The Killers from 1946, um, which is a noir film, so matching the old tone of this new comedy, uh, Jessica Jones. Um... <laughs> It's about two professional killers invade a small town and kill a gas station attendant, the Swede, who's expecting them. The insurance investigator Reardon pursues the case against the order orders of his boss, who considers it trivial. Weaving together threads of Swede's life, Reardon uncovers a complex tale of treachery, crime, all linked with a gorgeous, mysterious Kitty Collins. Um, I found that on IMDb. I didn't just make that up off the top of my head. Although, <laughs> oh, you didn't watch the movie and then write that up. Um, I mean, I totally did. I ah, no, okay, okay. <laughs> and finally, we get superhero landing number one hundred twenty-six when Jessica <gasps> jumps out the window to catch up with the wizard. Um, she should have <laughs> timed it a little better and like landed on him, so he'd he'd be injured, but he wouldn't be dead. But <laughs> yeah, but I mean. He would have moved too fast. He would have whizzed right past her. He would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was, I, I completely forgot about that part. Um, I, for some reason, I was expecting you to say that, uh, that superhero landing was uh, in that scene when um, Jessica and Trish are talking on the, <clears throat> uh, on the rooftop and then Jessica just leaves and she just mm-hmm. jumps off. Like well, I don't. That doesn't count. But I'm glad you did not count it because it no. does not count. There are a few times between this episode and next week's episode where it should like we could presume a superhero landing happened, but we did not see it. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to move on to our heroes? Sounds good to me. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I something. never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... It's too late for heroes. Heroes your word, not mine. So, 
Tony, um, before we uh, do this, uh, I guess we'll do this live on air just to figure it out. Um, because, you know, we never talk uh, before we actually no. record. Um, is we talked for it like Jessica? an hour, but not about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, never never this thing. Because we want to save all of this gold for, for right now. Um, is it just Jessica? Any, any other heroes? Yeah. I think, okay. yeah, just Jessica. I think uh, Trish and Malcolm have potential to move into hero range, but they're not there yet. Okay, all right, that's fair. Cool. And to be honest, trying to remember... What they do in I, I I barely remember this season. I remember season three way more. Um, I don't yeah. think they. Uh, oh well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll yeah, see, we'll see what potentially. Um. So moving on to our the modern Lucille Ball, Jessica Jones, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yeah. That seems right. All right. <laughs> um. So yeah she she all right so she saved presumably New York right and possibly the rest of the world we don't know how far it would have gone mm-hmm. um and she's still doing the same stuff she's always done spying on people who are cheating and getting almost paid for it yeah I mean to be fair no one knows that she saved the city and possibly the world. Uh, that was just kind of like a one-off, you know, just oh, yeah. a bad weekend sort of sort of deal. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. She's just back to doing her job. I mean, what else is she going to do? Join the Avengers and get that also no paycheck that That's we know right. that they don't get? Yeah. But at least you get a, like, a less crappy apartment. <laughs> That's true. But, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But though no one knows that she helped save New York... Uh, people know that she killed Kilgrave, and mm-hmm. so they think they're just going to kill. She's going to be able to kill everyone who wrongs a woman, which you know, not the worst uh route for a superhero to take. But also, she's doesn't want to be considered a murderer. Um, yeah, she took that very personally when that lady uh called her that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I mean, I'd be a little angry at that, too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, she is very bad at business, because she didn't even get paid. <laughs> I assume that she decided to send a bill later, when both people have uh, calmed down. Or yeah, maybe I... send Malcolm. Like, have Malcolm just go the next day, like, hey, go get that check. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, go get that check. And if and if I have to come down there, uh, well, damn, she needs to pay for that chair, too. So, I mean, it's probably, the chair is probably worth less than what she would have got paid, but now that eats into her paycheck. Uh, true. Or she wouldn't. No, because I would assume the person writing the check isn't going to pay her for the, the full amount because she That's destroyed true. the chair and stole a piece of yeah. it. It's fair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, Trish uh, meets her on the roof and tells her the stuff she's been saying since season one, that you should use your powers to help people. Uh, she doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. Trish is not stopped with that. She wants she wants her friend to be a real known superhero. Mm-hmm. 
Because that's how you get your friend to stop drinking, by making them become an actual superhero. I mean, it worked for Tony... Worked for it worked for Captain America because alcohol doesn't affect him anymore. Actually, he still drinks alcohol in Age of Ultron. It works for. Uh, well, did did it affect him? I mean, he was pretty combat effective at the end of the night when Ultron showed up. Oh, I think that's just Steve Rogers. I I I bet that's the only because that was Thor's liquor from was the wreck of the <laughs> Broomhild or whatever. Um, yeah. So that's probably the first alcohol that actually affected them in like, well, 80 years at that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, or she would either sober up or get trashed on Thor's liquor. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the first option is obviously more likely. Also, I don't think Trish is doing it to sober Jess up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. No, but uh, it, to be honest, I don't remember what her her reasoning is. Like, I mean, in in the first season, you know, Trish was the one who wanted to push Jessica to do superhero stuff, right? Like, she was drawing up costume ideas and all that stuff. Yeah, um, but I Which guess that, I don't those know were flashbacks why. to pre Kilgrave, though. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, even even today, like I don't know why she's trying to push Jessica to be superhero. Like I, yeah. I, I, I well, mean, yes, I guess they're needed uh, in a world with uh, the hand just being around New York sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, the hand and Kilgrave and you know Loki's attacking New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man can't get. All of the miscellaneous purse snatchers. It's true. I mean, I can. I mean that he, he could. <laughs> he has no. A he's he's got he's got he could do all of it except for this jerk doesn't let him into Hell's Kitchen. So mm. okay. <laughs> um, I was actually going to one of my notes for Trisha's section in Guy in the Chair was. In this episode, what is Trisha's motivation? My <laughs> my guesses were to help Jess or ratings. <laughs> it could be both. It, it could be, you know, two separate things that when you say them together, you're like, oh, well, now obviously I have to pursue this story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the story she's pursuing is the fact that Jessica has almost three weeks of time missing between the accident and her being assigned a hospital room, which <laughs> makes me think the the New York City ER is just terribly backed up. <laughs> or something more nefarious is happening. I don't know. Yeah, like someone put wrong paperwork or something. Yep, yeah, exactly. I mean, it yes. probably is accurate from a, a sense of like when that hospital received her. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Maybe. What if? Because we we know it leads to IGH at least a little bit mm-hmm. um, yeah. from this episode. It's not even a spoiler. <laughs> um, I wish it was just bad uh, clerks 
in the hospital <laughs> and the whole season. It's like, oh, well, I guess it was nothing the whole time. Sorry, Jess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we say that so often. Like, oh, that would be so funny. <laughs> but no, if we actually watched that, oh, we would hate it. We would hate it. Yeah, if we would really hate it. That's not how you tell a story. Exactly. Unless it's a screwball comedy, which this probably is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's true. Episodes two through twelve. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thirteen. Back to drama. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Right. Thirteen episodes. Mm-hmm. Forgot that. Yes. <laughs> um. So. Uh. After she meets with a couple clients, uh, who. I will talk about one of them later, but uh, another person walks in named Price Chang, who is going to. Take over Alias Investigation. His goal is to take over and absorb Alien Investigations. Um, alias, yep. Yeah. Did I say something else? Did I say Alien? Oh, uh, yeah, you did. The second okay. time. Um, so Jess uh, finds out he's a private eye, so she's going to private eye him back. And it doesn't go well because he knows her immediately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, she is a person standing on or sitting on like a billboard thing. Uh, it mm-hmm. wasn't a billboard top of a it's building, like a water right? tower or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's at least he's like in a building behind glass. There's some glare. Like it's, it's harder to see him than it is her. Yeah. Also like she, do you see from his perspective, like where she is? She doesn't, I mean, she does get the glare of the binoculars, but she doesn't stand out. If you didn't know what you were looking for, you wouldn't automatically think, hey, there's a person up there. That's true. Yeah, he he, he probably was, was thinking like this. I mean, to be fair, we don't know how many other private eye businesses he's tried to buy out too, right? Yeah. So like maybe this isn't the first time he's done that this could be his like third rodeo or something yeah and then we don't know how many of those were also superheroes or superpowered people that's true yeah yeah i mean if he were a lawyer he might be trying to well no because no one knows matt murdoch is daredevil so yeah that's it um yeah in a couple years uh he'll be going after jennifer he'd be going after jennifer walters (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's right and then probably after the events of Daredevil Reborn, uh, that is the name. Is <laughs> okay. I keep forgetting Reborn or Born Again because I said the wrong one once, and now I can't remember. Well, it might be right Born Again because oh, Born Again God. is a very famous Daredevil um, storyline. Storyline. Okay, then it probably yeah. is Born Again. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> see, I have no idea. Um, I I'm, I would bet money that when that season ends, everyone knows he's Daredevil. Yeah, I don't want it to be though. I Same. want him and Spider Man to be anonymous vigilantes and best friends, mm-hmm. or yeah, they're probably not best friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, the new thing is because it's been twenty years with everyone knowing everyone's powers. The new thing is, uh, keeping your secret identity. Um. Uh, just to shake it up again. So I think, you know what? We're not going to get uh, a reveal of who Daredevil is. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see. And maybe, Tony, that can be a prediction that we make 
uh, when we do predictions for that. When when does that show come out? Is it 2024? Uh, maybe. They're, <laughs> they're making 18 episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah. They haven't even started filming yet. So, okay. Probably 2024. Oh, well. Anyway, um, we were talking about Jessica and Price. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I like how. Oh, sorry. Good. No, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say I like how like when she meets Price, she immediately is like, "Oh no, you're you just want to buy all of the other businesses and become some monopoly, basically." Um, which I never thought of as a thing that would exist, but I guess it makes sense. Every business, if you buy out your competition, you just become the the big business of that <laughs> industry. Yeah, you win. <laughs> Yeah, that, that is actually why we have like anti-monopoly laws, like because of like Standard Oil and the few big oil companies in the the Gilded Age in the twenties and stuff was like choking businesses. So yeah, but she, he's not going to buy every single private <laughs> eye in New York, just the one small, and that can threaten him. Yeah, or, exactly. Or the ones that Jerry targets. <laughs> So. Yes. Uh, while we're on the subject, did I miss something? Do we know why Jerry wants him to buy it? Uh, I think because my understanding, and this isn't in the text, this is just what I think, is that <laughs> if he absorbed it, Jessica Jones would work for him, right? Mm-hmm. And okay. I think uh, not, not knowing Jessica's like volatile nature. <laughs> We know Jessica <laughs> wouldn't work for him, but that's where he's thinking. <laughs> and um, and Jerry, because they had the falling out at the end of season one, um, you know, Kilgrave and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> she still wants to utilize Jessica's skills, but has too much pride to apologize or ask Jessica in person. But taking her over, like, puts Jess on the back foot maybe to come to Jerry for help or looking for a job or something. Okay. That, that would make sense. Um, so I could see, or so I could also see Jerry like bringing the case to price and then saying, okay, price, give this one to, to Jessica kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. This is someone she works with. She knows she gets very good results and it's hard to find someone else to work with. Like, ah, great. All the other private eyes are horrible people. Isn't that right, Price? And he's like, eh, uh, yeah, fair. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pri- right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but she out-privatized Price by finding, well, probably most likely, breaking and entering and stealing a dog that belonged to one of his clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I thought, like, that was, like, Bryce's boyfriend or husband when I... And she just busted in, and I guess he's a client just hanging out, having a drink. I was confused. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, I guess it is a very personable business, right? Mm-hmm. If you're on a retainer, I, I don't I don't know people who normally keep private eyes on a retainer. Um, that's well, that that's just feels a... like you have some problems in your life if if that's a thing. No, that's um, a Jerry Hogarth thing. That's you are a. a a lawyer or a politician or someone who needs to get dirt on other people. Those are the type of people oh. who hold the people on retainer or privatize mm-hmm. on retainer. I don't think like the pizza woman 
at the beginning had just on retainer. <laughs> well, right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> think that either. Yeah, but no, you're, you're right. If you need to regularly find dirt for someone, um, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense. All right, and you just it's just a yeah. normal monthly expense to you because that's just your your world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, and then he calls Jess a murderer, uh, for killing Kilgrave and implying that she killed her family. <laughs> yeah, so I, I went back and forth. Uh, I mean, on one hand, she did start the physical violence, oh, yeah. but he kind of, he, he pushed her, knowing how, how, uh, violent she is actually i guess i'm not sure if he knows how violent she is well, but he either knows way he, he killed she did kill somebody whether or not it was justified she did murder Kilgrave. true yeah um and then she was trying to leave and and then he um well he, he pulled out a stun gun and, he, and and then he escalated it he just had to yes. keep it going um yeah so i kept thinking like oh okay really Eh, she was defending herself well, but then then she she took it a little too far and just kept uh, breaking him. I guess so. Well, oh well. <laughs> the thing is, he's making himself look like the victim. I think it was premeditated <laughs> uh, because, like, again, whether she was justified or not, she is the super powered person against a regular human being. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but so she gets arrested and she pleads guilty and she's ordered to probation and anger management. <laughs> so that probably she'll take that well. Yeah, yeah, I, I bet. Yeah. Um, do you think this is her first time going to some form of anger management training? I, I, I would guess so. Just because it, I, I feel like if i mean i don't like know she's been in anger management before is that what you're saying <laughs> uh i mean well there's that yes um i mean i don't know but i feel like if uh court orders you to do a thing they're not gonna court order it a second time they're just gonna say all right we tried i guess it's jail time or i don't i don't know how that works but i don't know either honestly like if you plead guilty then you're taking the lesser sentence um mm-hmm. i i mean theoretically so, uh, maybe he's like, maybe with a different, uh, therapist who might work better with superpowered people or might work better with people who killed their abuser or something like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, she's bailed out by Trish and, uh, Griffin, uh, who we'll talk about later. And then she, uh, she can, the next day, she is encountered by, or I guess, oh, I skipped over, Trish pulling a low blow move of bringing the ashes of uh, Jess's family to try to motivate her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Trish is really pushing that she wants Jessica to research IGH and, and figure out what happened to her during those 20 mm-hmm. days. And yeah, you're right. This was a low blow of like, Hey, look, it's your family. You should find out what happened to them. Huh? Right. Cause it's a, probably IGH's fault. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, 
I had really positive feelings towards Trish at the end of the first season and in um in the Defenders. But now mm-hmm. I'm liking her less and less. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. She's definitely uh in it for herself, kinda mm-hmm. the, the as far as the story goes and all that. Yeah. I, I don't think she really has Jessica's best interests at heart at this True. point. Yeah. Yeah. But the reason I brought it up and that it was important we talked about it for a second is because the wizard returns asking for <gasps> Jessica's help a second time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um he just beats down the hallway and pulls a gun on her. Uh and yeah, um Al, do you remember the first time you watched this? Were you surprised that he actually had super speed? <laughs> <laughs> um I I think yes I was. However, I mean, I felt like it was going to be one of those, like, as soon as he says, oh, no, I, I can only use my powers when I'm scared. Like, oh, yeah, obviously we're going to see him use them at some point and be like, mm-hmm. ah, whoa, he really does have them. But until then, eh. Um, I, yeah, I mean, it was kind of surprised, yeah. No, I mean, the first time I saw it, I was like, thought he was just one of those crazy people who, um, in the opening scene, were talking about lizard people and adopted children. Gosh. So, so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he does have super speed and he's uh, he is afraid because um, there's a monster after him. I, we use this argument too many times. There are other people to go to in this world. <laughs> Not I, Avengers level threat, but Spider-Man? <laughs> Maybe? I, d- d- does, he, does he know? Can he find Spider-Man? That's Does he know Spider-Man can find this monster person? Like, I, I think that's part of it, right? Jess, Jessica is a private yeah, investigator. Private. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That makes that does make sense. I will. that She is the only hero low enough scale that she would deal with this, but in the... Who has their own website. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, that one's fair. I was going to say yeah. in the phone book, but no one's in the phone book. So definitely, yeah. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but uh, while she is, he's freaking out, he throws the ashes of her brother and explodes them onto the room. I don't know, like, he was just throwing stuff at her to... What was he doing? <laughs> I, I I don't remember, to be honest. Okay. Um, I think... I, I, uh, was she trying to get the gun and he was trying to keep her away? I don't remember. Either way... Chaos ensues. Ah, there goes her brother. Um, yeah. yeah. But then he whizzes away. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so she follows him, jumps him out the window, does not land on him, uh, mm-hmm. but chases him down the street until he is killed by falling construction equipment in a freak accident. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it must be an accident, right? Like, no one could see him coming that fast considering how fast he runs like you can't plan for that or or anything no like that's that's definitely 100 percent an accident Mm -hmm. yeah there's no way yeah i agree but after he's dead uh in a situation where there's no way she can get paid she takes his case (laughs) (laughs) she's so bad at this i i feel like (laughs) i mean yeah she does like drink her way all her profits i this is the only thing she knows how to do (laughs) so whether or not she's good or bad at it she's going to do it 
Yeah. So I, I was just trying to think of like, okay, it's not like she has a lot of expenses other than alcohol. Uh, rent. And, yeah. I was going to say, and some, rent in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Do you think she pays more for her very tiny place than Matt Murdock does for his giant place next to uh, a electronic billboard? I mean, in the logic of the world, yes. In the logic of the <laughs> real world, no, because blinds <laughs> exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All you have to do, just just move those blinds right over, and there you go. Now you can't see it at night. Yeah. I just, oh God, and that's so... <laughs> that is the only unrealistic part about Daredevil, frankly. Yep. Yeah, that, that's it. I mean, otherwise, the show was really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so her expenses are that. Do you think she pays Malcolm? <laughs> I think so. I I do think Malcolm gets some sort of paycheck. Uh-huh. Okay, it's not a lot, but yeah, I think it's something. <laughs> or he he keeps the books and he skims off the top, or something to that effect. Yeah, I, I, she knows she knows he gets paid with some money from somewhere. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. okay with it. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she takes Wizard's case and finds that this guy's on 1,200 milligrams of an antipsychotic, which um, he should not be functional. But I guess he has super um, metabolism because he's a super speedster. Yeah, yeah, I guess I was. So I was trying to figure out how much 1,200 milligrams was. And then I looked at my dog's pills and realized, oh, that is a lot. Because <laughs> I I saw the 100 milligram pill and thought, oh, hold on, let me imagine 12 of those. Yeah, that'd be that'd be like one giant pill. It's probably like split into four. But no, no. Um, well, yeah, yeah. It's split into four. I was like, it's not one giant <laughs> pill. It just says on the prescription how much he's supposed to take. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> because much like a cobra that he was bitten by, he can swallow things whole by unhinging his jaw. So it's not a big deal. Oh, all right. That's that's a cool, uh, cool extra power. He, not mm-hmm. only did he get ferret powers, but he also got cobra powers. Nice. Yeah. I mean, are monkeys? I mean, they're probably fast. Are they super speed fast? No, but and this is where the real world stuff actually comes into play. Um, if a mongoose and a cobra were able to mate. Their offspring would be super fast. Okay. So, because he's got cobra DNA and mongoose DNA, he's super mm-hmm. fast. Yep. Okay. That yeah, makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. Although, uh, the, mutant the, co- the cobra part, we don't really know. Uh, but the cobra part's not part of the MCU. He doesn't mention anything about having cobra. He got bit by a mongoose. Uh, yeah, that's true. Well, We'll see. I don't know. I, I don't remember anything about him other than this episode and next week's episode. Oh, yeah. So maybe. I mean, we do know that IGH superpower stuff is mostly based on animal testing, right? Or things from animals. Do we know uh, that? You know, I don't know if we know that for certain. Uh, that is how Luke Cage got his powers. Was that IGH or was that someone else? I think that that was prison experiments. I don't think that was IGH. Okay. Well, because that doctor... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know if he worked for a company or if it was... It has to have been work. He has to have worked for a company because they were, like, shut down afterwards. But no, I mean, that was a prison that was shut down. I think maybe he was working for the government doing experimental prisoners. 
Yeah, okay. I just don't remember IGH being a part of it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um Yeah. Plus we all we all know that most animal experimenting to give people superpowers is done by Osborne, Oscorp. Uh, <laughs> because yeah. Gotta be careful where you fall into a pit of eels. Um <laughs> Yeah, but they it leads her to industrial garments and handling, aka IGH, um, mm-hmm. which I don't remember. Is that the name of IGH? Is it just because <laughs> their front was industrial garments and handling? I uh, no, that can't be right. No, no, it's, it's yeah, that's what I think else. too. It's like yeah, yeah, <laughs> it can't be it's, right, but it could be right. It. it yeah um no i mean that that name was probably chosen like all right listen we we have this acronym if we get other businesses with the same acronym we might be able to like fudge some numbers and things to just make it a little easier for us to get away with this so let's let's do that like that's my assumption of the the mindset like that's all i can think of that would have worked (laughs) um then does that mean are we going to running thing through the show where she'll find other places with igh like interior interior gardening for homes is the next place and maybe (laughs) yeah (laughs) let's let's look out for that yes (laughs) all right um yeah but she goes in and finds the place is abandoned but has a bunch of medical equipment and broken doors probably from someone with powers and then she gets flashbacks to when she was strapped there um and also attacked by a monster dun 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 Okay. Yep. Um, anything else for Jessica? Um, so one of the things that I maybe maybe you can refresh my memory because I, I thought I was remembering something a little different. Um so I thought Jessica gets her powers and then like accidentally uses them in what gets her family killed. And then, or uh, or does no. she, or is that a completely she, separate incident that was just like had nothing to do with her powers? She, uh, she believes she caused a car accident because she and her brother were like fighting over a Game Boy, and Dad turned around mm-hmm. and said, "Stop it, or mm-hmm. we'll just stop this car, turn around." And then he hit a truck. Oh, okay, got it. So it had nothing yeah. to do with her powers. All right, well Correct. then I got that wrong in my uh, fast facts section. Whoops. Okay. All mm-hmm. right, that, that that makes way more sense. Um. So yeah, uh, to answer your question, no, I don't have anything else for Jessica. All right. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, let's uh, take a quick ad break, and then we'll talk about um, villains. I guess I don't. I don't know who we have. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Tony, each and every time your lunch is repeatedly stolen from you by a coworker, who do you call? Um, I call my mom to make me a new sandwich. <laughs> That's right. You hired Price Investigations, the only real PI in your local city. Everyone else is probably operating illegally. I first learned of Price Investigations when I wanted to change careers, and Price personally showed up to break my legs and make sure I didn't take any of his turf. He's tough, but fair. Like his prices. 
Now, any ad for price investigations needs to cover the rumor that the company is slowly trying to buy out the competition to create a monopoly and raise prices. First of all, it's not true. And second, that's not such a bad thing. And third, it's just business. Stop saying all these bad things and let them become the first multi-billion dollar a year PI company. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get a free upgrade to a super-powered PI. Who would the who are some of the options of super-powered PIs though? Oh, oh, uh, well, I'm I'm not gonna give out the names of of the people, obviously. Um, but you have uh the person who is uh really strong, uh, but they always kind of smell like um like they just accidentally fell into a bottle of Jack Daniels. So there's there's mm-hmm. that person. Um, let's see, you have the, um, the, the guy who looks a, a little young and he's always clinging to walls. Um, but it's okay. He's, he's pretty, oh. uh, friendly, uh, only works in, in small neighborhoods though. The clinger. I've heard of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> a lot then, of relationships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there's another guy. He's actually like incredibly smart. He's a genius with like 12 PhDs. Uh, just, just trust me. Do not make him angry. Ah, uh, this yeah. the smarty. Yeah. So we've got yeah. we've got the bartender, the clinger, and the smarty. Yep, that's that's right. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Who, I had Price Chang in the villains. (laughs) Same? (laughs) Yeah, I guess Jerry also. Okay, yeah, I was not sure where to put her. Um, well, let's start with Price. Uh, to be honest, I don't have anything else. Like, I feel like we've talked yeah. about him already. Do you, do you have anything else? No, that's a good job talking about Price. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay. Well then, Jerry. Yeah. So yeah, we see her accepting a single female lawyer acceptance speech. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She got an award. Apparently, it was bought by her um, firm. Um, to give them good press, so that's all right. Well, hey, at least at least she's the only person who got this award. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, she's uh, makes herself seem as it, well. She did to probably do all the work for herself. I'm sure mm-hmm. she stepped yeah. over people, but she did under her own volition, not because she's a a super pa- cousin of a, a superhero who also has um, the same powers as a guy, which I assume is the only way you become a lawyer. Or, I mean, yeah, those are the only two ways you become a lawyer, right? If you climb over every other person, or you have superpowers, or your best friend has superpowers, and you, he becomes a lawyer with you, an avocado a la. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about lawyers school, so I assume that's how they do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there is a podcast I listen to. It's uh, a lawyer and a comedian. 
but the lawyer has not yet talked about his schooling other than that he went to Harvard. So Okay. Yeah. And but does he have superpowers? Uh you know, it hasn't come up, but they've been doing the podcast for like years before I started listening, so maybe he might have yeah. he might have mentioned it previously. Yeah. Um so she's being sued by Pam, which is fair. Pam did yeah. bring uh-huh. terrible things to her life. Uh, her ex-girlfriend, ex-lover, because she was also cheating on her wife at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Uh, um, to be clear, she, Jerry, brought horrible things to Pam's life. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, okay. All right. yeah. the, the way you said it made it sound like the opposite, so I just wanted to be clear. <laughs> no, it is all Jerry's fault. Uh, uh, everything yeah. except for literally the next thing I'm going to tell her is Jerry's fault. Next thing is, she finds out she has a terminal disease. I don't think we find out what the disease is in this episode. No, we don't. We don't actually even, I don't think we even find out in next week's episode. Yeah, I I have a memory of what it is, though it could just be an assumption and we'll find out later. That's true. Either way, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, karma. Anyway. (laughs) No, that's terrible. Yeah. But true. Uh, yeah. All right. That's all I have for our villains <laughs> or our antagonists. <laughs> I don't think we have a villain yet. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess the closest we have is IGH, but that's like if we barely want to, if we if like really want to throw someone in there, but we don't even have proof of that, I guess. Yeah. Know? Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't think igloos, galoshes and ice houses. That starts with an I, uh, is a villain because they only help Eskimos or Inuit people. Eskimos now not acceptable. Inuit people. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Moving on to Guy in the Chair. Guy in the Chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, Trish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, so the, what was it? One of the first scenes of, or maybe I think it was the first scene uh, of the episode is her uh, performing as Patsy to get a file. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how she was doing that in like a, I'm just, I, just doing it the one time. That's it. And okay, now she gets her, her file. Um, I'm a little curious how she went about doing that. <laughs> um, like meeting the guy to get that info. Like, I'm sure it would have been a boring uh, scene. So I'm kind of glad that they, they skipped ahead. But Yeah, they do reference that the guy was like in a Patsy fan club online. And probably <laughs> she was probably like honestly looking for some type of in to every person she can find at the hospital. Or at whatever his position is at the hospital like hoping he was a trish talk fan or a patsy fan or if there's something else she could have done because yeah she's not above disgracing or embarrassing herself um to get the information she needs yep as we see in that opening scene mm-hmm. yeah i actually thought like i was racking my brain when this scene opened thinking was there a fall from grace that we missed over the last things? Like, is this what she's doing now? But no. <laughs> oh. I mean, you know, before cameo was around, like this is just mm-hmm. how uh, 
celebrities like her really made some money. Mm -hmm. All of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Every single one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. That's depressing. <laughs> honestly. Walking in and seeing um, Robert Redford in the clown makeup just to make a buck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah. So she. Uh, so we talked about her talking to Jess and stuff, but we also get her mm -hmm. scenes at her radio show, Trish Talks. Um, mm -hmm. That has now just become a show about superpowers people and um yeah just a way to let her be close to the amazingness that is heroes in this world yeah i i mean you know it makes sense that that's how her show could evolve considering how mm -hmm. it like considering how we saw her run her show in the first season when superhero stuff was kind of involved and then i i guess we did actually see her in we saw her in the Punisher too, right? Like she, she had one episode, I think, where that that guy called in. Um, yeah, I think so that's Luke I, Cage. Maybe she was, was in that. She, we hear her voice in Luke Cage. I can't remember. Was she in Punisher? Uh, yes. So she was in Punisher. Um, when I can't remember the actors, uh, uh, Deborah Ann Wall. I can't remember the character's name. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, cl nope. Claire, someone else. Karen. <laughs> Karen, yeah. Yeah, it was an episode. Karen was in it, and I I, I could have sworn, yeah, Karen was there in studio talking about... Okay. Was she talking about the Punisher? Maybe she was debating gun stuff. I don't know, because the Punisher stuff was coming up. But yes, yeah, uh, Trish was in an episode of, of the Punisher. Um, anyway, it, it, and so I, I feel like maybe now she starts clinging to special people stories. Like, you know, definitely not the big heroes like the Avengers, but, you know... Maybe even someone like the Punisher. Like, I don't. I don't even know because, like, that's not really a story that I don't think really got out. Other than the he killed four hundred people part of the story. Um, yeah. But the other stuff, at least in season one of Jessica Jones, uh, she got pretty personal. I think with a lot of her stories, and so I could see that evolving into a show that's mostly superhero related. Yeah, especially now she's aware of other heroes as well right <laughs> because of defenders events that's right now she knows there's uh there's you know luke cage is oh no i guess she did already know of luke cage she already knew of daredevil uh yeah now she knows uh there's a an iron fist guy yeah and ninjas <laughs> oh yeah and and ninjas yeah um yeah she I think I figured out her motivation, and it's kind of obvious. Um, because of uh, her mother that we saw in the, uh, season one, she has a huge inferiority complex, and she just wants to be close to being important. Like, she wants her show to be more than just, like, lifestyle stuff. She wants it to be important. She wants to be, frankly, the guy in the chair for Jess, just so uh, she could be part of the excitement and importance. Mm -hmm. um yeah just because her mom raised her that she wasn't good enough because <laughs> her mom is a terrible person well, yeah we saw last season <laughs> yeah yeah she also she's dating a guy who she probably thinks she's um worse than because she's dating a he's like a war reporter he's also kind of pompous and british so 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's not to love about him at that point? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't have anything else to say about him. But um, really quickly, I do want to correct myself. I looked this up on IMDb. Uh, No, she was not in The Punisher. I don't know what I uh, was thinking then. I must have just made up a scene in my head. Yeah, I did. I also looked it up as well. I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) I was just going to let you be. She was in The Defenders. So she did cross over with those characters. (laughs) I that one I do remember. But yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I have one note for Malcolm. He refuses to be fired. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he. I mean, it sounds like he's been through this before. Like Jessica tells him he's fired. He says, "Eh, okay, I guess." And then the next morning, she's like, "What are you doing? I didn't really fire you. Come here and work." Yeah. And then right. you know, three months later, like, "Eh, this is just every other day." Yeah, I think so. I think it didn't even take three months. Like, because, you know, he gets fired <laughs> at least twice a week. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, move on to 12% of the plan. Mm-hmm. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% the credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, I've got one this time. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Why well, I'm talking a little bit about the prospective clients. Uh, mostly mm-hmm. that woman concerned about lizard people. Which is like a standard this person's crazy conspiracy theory right yep but also scrolls are a thing (laughs) yeah yeah it's this is one of the things that that sucks like you know in the real world yeah Uh that's crazy not true at all uh but in this world like oh god i mean (laughs) at this point every every single conspiracy theory could actually be true yeah so it's like scrolls are a thing there's a thing called the saurians which i guess live in the savage land i didn't know about them i just looked like uh, for lizard people in marvel mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the saurians probably exist uh even though we see a variant of them later there could be a kurt connors in this world <laughs> who lizards himself out to so mm-hmm. we don't know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like uh we'll just yeah that one that one could be true mm-hmm. but they as far as plot line for the season goes they just the writers decided to go in a different direction yeah could could you Maybe imagine like though season... if they decided to do that instead <laughs> <laughs> that there were lizards she's investigating lizard people instead yeah that really would be the com- comedic season you were looking for yeah so you're saying there's a chance that she will go after lizard people in this season Yes, let's okay. keep watching to find out. I, I'm going. I'm going to be looking to see who's a lizard from now on. So, <laughs> I think uh, Price, uh, yeah, Price Chang, he might be a lizard person. Ooh, okay, all right. We'll we'll look out for that. Mm-hmm. 
Do you have anything else for 12% of the plan? Uh, no, I, I do not. All right. Then it's time to rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Al, how many potential lizard people are you giving this episode? <laughs> um, I'll give it two and a half. Um, really? I... Yeah, you know, I I feel like I'm I'm being a little too harsh on the episode also. Like I it, it was good overall as an episode. It started off really what the story was. I just felt like some scenes dragged on too much or or too much of that and it just it felt like too much in an episode. And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be saying that a lot this season just cuz I I say that a lot for the Netflix shows in general. I feel like they're as good as they are. They're they're definitely all high quality. They they pack a lot in. Yep. And when I'm done watching the episode, I realize, oh yeah, there's there was a lot that happened, and I'm gonna forget so much of it. I mean, Tony, at the start, you forgot that the wizard died in this episode. It was a lot. <laughs> we both I yeah. yes, yeah. I we, we both forgot. Thanks, Al. I was going to edit that out. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Now you have to leave it. Or you already edited it out, and now everyone's like, what did Tony say earlier? I guess he did edit it out. Oh, well. Anyway, what do you give it? I'm giving it four stars. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I I liked it as a setup. I like seeing where Jessica's at, seeing that... Not that they ever do this in any show in Marvel, but we see how the events of last season really affected her. And affected her notoriety. She's in a new world of like fame, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was only going to give it three and a half, but I like the wizard. So I'm giving him <laughs> a 0.5 for him. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, well, then let's just go ahead, close this out. And hey, everyone, please join us uh, next time when we will be covering episode two of season two of Jessica Jones, aka Freak Accident. Uh, in the meantime, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. And I guess, if possible, follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day. Where you go when you just want to have a good time? I hear a voice calling my name, reaching out against Patsy.